0: All right, we are back. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerk Karan here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, guys, if you need any roof repairs or replacement done, look, there's only one call to make. That's Watkins Construction and Roofing right here in central Mississippi. Locally owned, locally operated, but they operate statewide. Great crew, of guys. Uh, look, I, I know. I've I beat it. I've told you all a million different ways why you need to use Watkins Construction and Roofing sometimes just we're at the end of the day we're all in the people business you do business with good people people that you like you know when services are usually when you're comparing apples to apples on services who do i like the most and i'm gonna tell you there's there's a bunch of reasons to like watkins construction roofing whether it's their involvement in supporting local charities law enforcement real men wear pink campaigns every year all of that or it's uh just good folks man there's local folks It's are uh, sponsoring baseball teams softball teams soccer teams all that why you support these type businesses uh the Atlanta, the mississippi braves they got they sponsor the dugout uh rooftops over there they got billboards all over the place i mean these guys are economic drivers they give back to the community and i just and, that, and the community gives back to them they're the number one roofing company in the state to the best of my knowledge so uh if you got any issues Give them a call today. Check out their website. Nobody can remember phone numbers anymore. Check out the website. It's Watkins Construction Inc., over five hundred five star reviews there on Google. Maybe you'll be the next one. Go look at all their satisfied customers. The number one thing that you see over and over and over in those in those reviews is constant communication. They never had to wonder a timeline, what was next, where they at. There was constant communication the entire time. They'll work with your insurance company. They'll handle all of that. Check them out, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. All right, Sean. Uh, phone lines are wide open, y'all. 601-879-0002. We had a fella call during the break, wanted to speak on the union thing. Fella, call back. we Would love to hear what you had to say. Um. Yeah, um, I am curious. Uh, this union thing is very interesting to me. Just and just in general, not this yep. particular strike so much. I mean, I, I have a lot of friends who will be affected by it here on the dealership level. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to see them negatively impacted. But it, it is there's a point where what what is America's appetite for it uh, for for a UAW strike? Are y'all for it? Are y'all against it? Are you pro union? Where do you stand on it? Because I. Again, I'm with you. I, I'm pro, I'm probably a little more liberal on this to an extent. Mm. I, I'm very I'm pro-worker to an extent. Like, hey, yeah, you, know, you agreed to something. Yeah, stick to your agreement too. Now, when the agreement's up, roll out. All right, hey brother, you on there?
1: Hey man, look, yeah, I just want to you know kind of make a little clarification on uh your, your previous caller. I'm an IBW member, been a member for 25 plus years. I don't work out at a local now. I'm taking a maintenance job, but I was at Delphi when they were closing the plant, and we were disconnecting the electrical equipment, getting it ready to ship. And talked with some of the line workers, you know, and just watching them, what they did was like, I could teach my 15-year-old son how to do what they were doing, and these folks were making $75,000 a year.
0: And this was 20 and, years you ago.
1: Know, yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's freaking great money and stupid, simple job. And I'm thinking, why would y'all not go back and negotiate, you know, rather than negotiate yourself out of a job, see what it's going to take to keep your job? And I will say this. They were all Democrat. Every one of them. And I know everybody thinks if you're a union member, you're Democrat. Now, that's not necessarily true.
0: No, not at all. I'm a it's union, union
1: member, and I am not Democrat. Yep. But, you know, why would you do that? And, I mean, there's, there's, you know, a lot of folks say there's no place for unions anymore. In my opinion, the electrical world is the only place for the union. And that's
0: just my opinion. Yeah, because- and most electrical workers I know are, are union guys. That's why. I, that's why I tiptoe around this a little bit because, trust me, they they ain't Democrats. And um, yeah. and I you know I think something a union is good for is getting proper health care and stuff of that nature, your benefits and all of that.
1: Well, I'll tell you the major difference between in the electrical world, especially as a journeyman wireman, if you if you go into a union job, electrical job, you'll have a journeyman. and, I, and Like I said, I hadn't worked out at a local for a while, but I know when I was there, you had a journeyman wireman for every four apprentices. Okay? So, if you had eight apprentices, you had two journeymen. You know, and so on. Hey, cl- you to clair-
0: clarify for people that don't know the difference in a journeyman. I think everybody knows what an apprentice is, but what what is a journeyman?
1: A journeyman has spent five years in school, learning the trade. Not only in school, on the job, he is qualified, exceptionally qualified
0: gotcha. to do the
1: job. And you're dealing with, you know, all, especially now, all kinds of crazy lighting bills, uh, high voltage. It's it's a lot to know. But then you go to a non-union job, and I can I, only reason I, I got receipts for this, one of my best friends is a non-union electrician, love him to death, but I hear him complain all the time. He'll be doing a multi-story building. I'm talking about a multi-story building now. And have one journeyman and twenty apprentices. Which which scenario do you think is going to get the better quality? The union. My point.
0: Yep. Appreciate you, brother. Great call, man. All
1: right, man. Y'all All right. take
0: care. Yeah, take care. Yeah, and, and and that's why I'm not so quick to to jump on the the anti union bandwagon. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely not anti union. I'm just a. Uh, but I'm.
2: Yeah. The best way to put it is what's what's reasonably fair for everybody you yeah. know i mean obviously Cause you're a business owner yeah So you see it from
0: I, the business owner side. yeah
2: it's yeah it's tough it's really tough you know it's tough to uh you know like i've had employees in the past and it's um you know that obviously i'm not not that kind of a company but um yeah it's tough and so i mean i get it from both perspectives and um the um you, you don't want like i said before you don't want these folks to talk themselves out of a job and outsource this is stuff that should stay in america being made in america we do that and that's good for everyone so is it nafta nafta right
0: yeah there's a plan on 49 right down Mm -hmm. there in mcgee between minute hall and mcgee they got sent down to mexico about howard industries that's it
2: that was my dad's um my 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 dad's company uh they they made pitch that went into electronic ballast is in the 90s, that's who we supplied to. And then they moved to that personal experience. They moved to Mexico and it really just hurt our business. Eventually, you know, had to sell it back in the early 2000s. But I mean, that actual move impacted our family big time. That one you're talking about right there. Yeah. So um, the um, yeah. No, so I've been I've kind of seen all of it, you know, how it affects everybody. And, and I get that. So it just needs to be it seems to me needs to do what's fair for everybody here. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know the numbers well enough, and didn't read enough about what is you know what what they're looking at. I did see a little bit snippets about that you know the um the union folks. I think want a forty percent raise, and what they've been offering now is a twenty percent raise, and how those numbers flesh out. I don't, I'm not exactly sure.
0: Interesting stuff there. We'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, get out and buy a car now, though. If you're in the new car market, especially like domestic uh, vehicles, I believe you know there's stuff that comes out of Detroit. That type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd get over there today and if if you're serious about buying one and I would say used cars too. Get down to Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center and uh buy you a used car. Use if if this strike goes on, we get into that thirty day kind of that that area when the supply chain starts locking it starts clearing up, it it may not take that long. It's gonna be new car prices are gonna go through the roof because of supply demand. There's gonna start being market adjustments and stuff most likely, just like it was during COVID then that's gonna trickle down to the used car market. I would get out today. I mean if you're in the market, it's the time to buy is now. That's just my advice for you. Uh let's shift gears a little bit. Yep. And look, we can we can circle back to any of these things you guys want to at any time throughout the show. Don't don't hesitate to call six oh one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Um Let's see here, man. We got so – there's so much. Sean, I, I talked about this yesterday on the show. I, I'd like to get your thoughts on it. from because you know, I'd like to get a left-leaning opinion on this. Stokes wants to ban face masks in city businesses for open carry folks. Oddly enough, I, I am as pro-2A. tote your gun everywhere you want, boo-boo. But if you're going to wear a face mask, I think – Again, if there's certain things you want to do in life, you have to make sacrifices. Like if you decide you want to be trans, you are still gonna to have to use the bathroom of the gender you were born as. Yeah, you know, there's just certain things sacrifice you're gonna to have to make. If you want to wear a face mask, you got to leave your gun in the car.
2: I'm I'm with Stokes. I have read this from yesterday. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think you should be able to carry a gun walking around and you're, you're got this face mask on. No. I mean, I just you know, I mean, that's just a public safety issue, really. To me.
0: It really is. I mean, you can't do it in banks.
2: And you look threatening. Let's just be honest here. you got to – I mean, look, think about like, the Wild West. Everybody's got a mask on and a gun on their side. Like, you look threatening when you're doing that. If you're, like, open carry with a mask on. It, I mean, I'm just sorry. You just do. And something could escalate. You
0: look know. like an idiot.
2: Yeah, I mean, you look, I mean that too. I and mean, the whole thing is just stupid. Um, take the mask off or leave the gun in the car. <laughs> That's...
0: Yeah, I, I'm 100%. Again, I, I, I'm as pro 2A. I mean, wear your six shooters and your and your bullet belt, the whole nine yards. Go out to Guns and Gear. Buy a bunch of stuff. Walk yeah, over as long as the you're not drinking
2: it. in the bar, I'm fine with you carrying your gun anywhere you want. As long as you're not sitting there just getting wasted, you know. Other than that, I think it's pretty fine.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's another. That's another thing that I've gone back and forth with some of my friends, uh, my hardcore pro gun guy friends, about is the amphitheater out there in Brandon. Mm-hmm. It serves alcohol, so even your enhanced carry folks are not allowed to carry in there. Okay. And, they, of course, they have a problem with that. And, but I, but my thought process is I go back to, yeah, I, I know that when you get your enhanced carry, it's supposed to be for super-duper responsible people, and mm-hmm. 99% of enhanced carry folks won't do anything stupid. But there's always that one.
2: Exactly. I mean, you ever know, with alcohol, man, we've all had experience where we've done something so stupid yeah. that, you know, even when you think you're being responsible and then you just – I mean, some, you hit a – have an extra shot, and then you yeah. get angry about something. Yeah, I mean, Who knows? I'm
0: not a gun free zone guy. Gun free yeah, is a gun free zone guy by no stretch of the imagination. But trust me when I tell you, Brandon empathy ain't a gun free zone. There's more law enforcement crawling around out there than there is dang near people yeah. attending the concerts.
2: I mean, I tell you, like I just don't want to go into a bar when like people are really actively drinking quite a bit. Like when I go to Finian's or Martin's, and everybody's carrying a weapon. I just, I don't know. I just feel like that's an environment where that's not good for.
0: Well, I mean, look, I'm just gonna say it. Look at a lot of like these black bars around Jackson. Yeah, that you know, happens. Th- th- that's, where mo- that's where between that and gas stations is where most of the random shootings happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I just don't want to be around a drunk with a gun.
2: Uh, yeah, alcohol and weapons don't mix. Like they just don't mix. It's like, just you know, carry it wherever you want. Just don't drink. Like, yeah. I don't is that so hard? By the I, way, is that, that really that hard? Like just don't drink.
0: When well, that gun, common sense gun control. Like that's just common sense gun control. Mm-hmm. You know, like d- how about. Don't drink with your gun.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't see like you're infringing on anybody's rights. Just don't drink.
0: Like just yeah. don't
2: drink. <laughs> you know. Well, 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 and carry your gun. And carry your gun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, drink all you want. I mean, believe me, trust me. I'm going to. Not I'm mean, just saying. Not you know. Know. Now, I mean, look.
0: Now, you're at a deer camp. Different story, like,
2: absolutely, completely different. It's a different
0: story, you know. Drink, shoot, too too, pew pew. Yeah, you'll get yeah, get
2: drunk as you want and shoot your gun. I mean, if you guys shoot each other, that's on you. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's all, that's that's you. But I mean, you, you know, you're,
0: you're at an environment that encourages, you know, that type of, of behavior. Totally agree. Right? It's like, it's like if you, get, <laughs> even if you get innocently shot. You knew there was going to be alcohol and guns there.
2: I had some friends years ago that were, you know, bow hunting, and one of them actually shot the other one in the in the butt with the with the arrow, you know. And I, I don't know if they were drinking or not, but i assume... Of course, a
0: Democrat got shot in the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. one of Sean's friends. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. They were, well, I don't know. They were only their Democrats. Most Democrats don't hunt. No, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're just finished. some do. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, it, that's what happens out there and that's probably fine, but I don't really think you need to be busting up in the Finians or the brewery with a weapon. Like, I just rather you not do that. Yeah. You know, if it's up to me, I just, just don't do
0: that. There are videos of me online, I will say, lubricated, shooting my guns, mm-hmm. you know, at deer camp. Yeah. You know. I mean. That's perfectly
2: acceptable if you want to, you know. I mean, if you want to go out and do that, if you're like your deer camp or wherever else, some place you could shoot, and I don't care. But you know, and I, and
0: I, I'm not saying that, that it's a smart is a smart thing to do at all. <laughs> no. I'm just saying we know people do it.
2: Yeah, and I think it's you th- kind of like if you're out there. I mean, you know, everybody's kind of assuming the risk for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> <Like> that's what <laughs> no, we're like, going to get yeah. drunk and shoot. You know, it's just. I mean, I'm not assuming the risk though when I go over to the bar and some dude has got a gun and the other dude's got a gun and they start shooting each other because I mean, I can't tell you how many. Well, you just brought up all the bars and Jackson. When that happens. I can't tell you how many times I prosecuted a case where that was the exact scenario where people had weapons in a bar and somebody got shot and innocent people got shot. That's generally what generally what does happen.
0: If you ever go into a bar and they got a table where they're gambling at it, leave. Yeah, that's they're playing a
2: dice game up front. That's that's my suggestion. Di- dice
0: dice or dominoes.
2: Oh, you you might be dead. You
0: you've taken a wrong turn.
2: Yeah. If they're um, I mean, I used to, you know, you remember the little birdland.
0: Of course,
2: I can't. I mean, I used to. It's amazing how many cases at one point in time that I had coming out of there, and uh, and it was always started out like what you just said. There was a dice game in front, and somebody got mad, and then it turned into a shootout, or it was in that you know, in the bar, like you know, you had somebody like our friend that we discussed before yeah. and then um and uh, you gets you know somebody's gonna try to shoot him and they, sh- and they end up shooting everybody else so i don't know anyway i mean the moral of the story is weapons in bars bad <laughs>
0: like that's it, it. weapons in
2: yeah. bars bad I'm and even- dice games and dominoes games I,
0: look as a former bar owner we didn't allow our we didn't allow our non-law enforcement security to to have guns yeah you know like now our law enforcement security sure mm. But our non-law enforcement, our bouncers, couldn't have guns. Now, I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm just saying they weren't <laughs> supposed to. Right. Because I know there's some listening right now thinking, ha, 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 little do you know. Well, I had my gun. <laughs> but, you know, that was always the rule well, of thumb was only law enforcement could, could have the guns.
2: What would you have done when one of your patrons showed up at the bar with open carrying his weapon,
0: though? Turn him
2: around. Yeah, see? I mean,
0: I mean we, we, we had a strict, strict policy, especially by, when we, by the time we got to Jackson, because was club was upstairs. So you, you got searched at street level. You got to the uh, mezzanine level where you actually paid. You mm-hmm. got searched again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you could go upstairs. Only twice, I think, did somebody get past the floor guy to the second guy, mm-hmm. and we catch him anyway. Yeah, okay. with, with a weapon. And uh, of course, you had to fire the floor guy. Cause mm-hmm. you, you got one job, bro. Yeah, you got one job. Stop the weapon from coming stop, in here. Stop the weapon from coming in here. I mean, it's yeah. a zero zero tolerance. And um, but we never. look, I know this is a. The ceiling's mighty low to say nobody ever got killed in my bars. Yeah, but considering how often it happens in Jackson, <laughs> with a certain demographic, nobody ever got killed in my bars. At, at, what ten plus years of opening having a club on Capitol Street mm-hmm. in Jackson? You know, so we we ran a pretty tight ship.
2: But I bet you guys had some fights that happened
0: there. Right? Had plenty of fights.
2: Okay, and that's because of alcohol. I mean, right? I, mean, right? I, mean I mean,
0: Duke's the Hazard. Uh, what, what's the what's the, the the crows? What's the bar name on Duke's Hazard? Uh, I don't remember. Uh somebody will remember. The um, well, just like you know, we, I mean, we just talked about folks sp- getting thrown out windows and uh, everything.
2: We talked about Sportsman's Lodge, which was a bar I loved in Jackson forever. You know, it's we used to we joke about having reunions all the time. Into, uh, I mean, that was the reason he closed because he kept getting sued because there was a fight. I mean, that's just the nature of bars. There's going to be anger, fights, whatever, because everybody's drinking. So yeah. it's just best to not also exacerbate that with a firearm. Bro,
0: I got I gotten fights drunk at my own bars.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, it just happens.
2: Raise your hand if you've so, never been in a bar fight. I mean, that's another question. If you've never been in a bar fight, uh, like t- t- how many people have not been in a bar fight? I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't mean women. but well, even women, who knows? Well, we we rented Crazy Eight to. Uh, by the way, it's the Boar's Nest in Dukes of okay. the Boar's Nest. Um, man, we rented Crazy Eight out to a Mississippi State fraternity one time, and we got into a fight with them there you go i mean i would feel like i wouldn't have accomplished much of now my they, life. they started it fighting each other and <laughs> then they we tried to break it up and they all uh, turned into i am my brother's keeper real quick and uh, we ended up getting into a fight with them that was the worst that, that's the worst whooping we collectively took as a group my entire career <laughs> all right let's take a break let's take a break real quick hell state we'll be right uh-huh. back on The Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace!